welcome to Fate FM Drive Time Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible and where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nick Rita, your host. Thank you for tuning in. It's our pleasure to welcome you to the program today and please stay with us for the whole hour we are going to have a, a good program uh, line up for you uh, today and will be one of the last for this uh, year and uh, how fast these uh, days go again uh, the end of the year but it's good to have you with us and I hope you'll enjoy um, yeah, this time together with us. You know that you can be part of this program uh, by sending a text message to zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. You can share some of your thoughts, a question, maybe or a comment in regard to the topic we approach, or anything we'd like to say. We will be happy to, um, you know, to chat with you, and even if we cannot do it um, live, uh, but uh, we'll follow up on that. Don't hesitate to send us a text message on zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. On the same number, we'll uh, come with the offer which we have prepared for you today, just a bit later. It's good to have with us uh, today here in the studio, Tracy Papandreou. Tracy, one more for this year. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to believe that we've gone through another year, Nick. Yeah, yes. yeah, we've been working together for, you know, and, a while. Yeah, and yeah. what a challenging year, actually, you yeah, know, absolutely. and the last couple of years. But, you know, um, looking around, you know, uh, people are asking all sorts of questions. Where are we heading towards? And uh, um, I just want to pray to God that uh, we'll um, kind of settle a little bit, you know, in... Um, from this sort of turmoils, you know, with the virus, the coronavirus, with wars, with the rumors of wars uh, coming up. Now, I know that the Bible uh, foretold us yeah, all these things. I, as you were saying that, Nick, I kind of thought, well, you know, it does foretell mm. that things will get more difficult, actually. And, you know, we don't want want to... Bring a cloud over people's minds, you know, and, mm. and, and make them feel bad about things. All I can say is that with God, there is peace in the midst of the storm. Mm. So there will be difficulties. Yeah. Um, but uh, God can actually hold your hand and take you through the difficulties. Yeah. And it's almost like, um, you know, even the end of the year, it's a little bit of uh, people just start and say, oh, you know, another year gone. Or it's like the end of the week, you yeah, know, and yes. people waiting for the weekend, you know, everyone is, you know, um, eager to to enjoy a bit of the weekend. And it's pretty much the same like the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, I don't know whether that's because there are many people who take a big break mm. from their working, from their, you know, main work um, at the end of the year. And that's why, you know, we're kind of, Rush, rush, rush to be able to stand still for a little while and, and, and recharge our batteries kind of thing. Mm. I know personally that's where it comes, that sentiment of looking forward to the end of the year 
comes from for me because uh, at the end of the year is when I like to take a big break because I find I need to have you know, a good four-week break to mm. actually feel like I've rested properly. Yes. Uh, so I work hard through the year uh, to have a nice big break at the end of the year. And I'm, I don't think I'm the only one who operates that way. So I think that has to do with why people kind of are at that I'm tired, but I'm looking forward mm. to the end of the year kind of thing. And I think it's also important uh, how you choose this uh, time to refresh, to rest, to recover, uh, because you can run uh, taking like a holiday that you may be even more busier and more exhausted, you know. You come uh, back and you need a holiday from the holiday. holiday from the holiday. <laughs> yes. But uh, you know what I would like to talk tonight? Uh, it's about how we select you know, to have God in the first place in our life. Even mm. when we take a bit of time off, you know, mm. instead of um, just now going to the shopping list and try to to achieve those things or whatever, maybe think a little bit more about how we can have peace mm. from mm. God. Mm. You know, uh, you know how it says Given in the John God. in the, in the first John says that. I give you the peace, but not as the world gives you, mm. you know. And I think, yeah, that's something which you would like to look um, uh, at. Now, for the whole week, we approach this kind of aspect in regard to New Year resolutions, you know, and everyone is eager to, uh, some people even put in, in nice writings, you know, there. to have I've, it got, in- I've got a journal where at mm. the end of each year I go through and I review how I went uh, against um, objectives and things. So, yeah. Yeah. And we ask a few questions, you know, like um, uh, New Year resolution worth it? <laughs> you know, is it worth it? Mm. <laughs> um, uh, is change possible? Or um, we are just uh, being too um, idealistic, you know, or mm. uh, dreaming about something. But is that possible? We ask also questions like um, new life, uh, the Bible and physical. Is that needed? You know, is needed to look at our, uh, well, the whole being, you know, and well-being. Then uh, the Bible and quality and family. Now, the good thing is usually around these times, you know, the end of the year, you know, Christmas, the end of the year, people coming together a bit more, you know, like even mm. in family, they put some time aside and they come together, which is a good thing. Absolutely. At, at least that's a, that's a very good thing. I mean, and a question which has been asked just the other day, can I revive spiritual life? Or we are going now to, uh, because we are catching up, you know, with uh, family and friends, maybe, that we totally forgot about uh, the spiritual life. You know, we are talking about all other things. What was, how was the year go- going and what's new? And uh, But is that important to, to revive even our spiritual life? And we'd like to ask again uh, today, uh, about these uh, New Year resolutions, you know, are they worth considering? And we may have a uh, few uh, 
um, ideas, you know, in, in regard to the what sort of New Year resolutions we should probably put on the list <laughs> on the top. We are going to talk about that, Tracy, um, in uh, in the next um, uh, almost an hour, I mean, 40 minutes or so. Would you like just to start the program with a word of prayer? Absolutely. <clears throat> Dear Heavenly Father, I just lift ourselves and our listeners up to you right now, dear Father. As we come to the close of this year and the beginning of a new year, Father, I think of the fact that we can come to you and we can confess our sins and you give us a clean slate to start again because of what Jesus has done for us, dear Lord. And I pray, Father, that you would also give us a clean slate to start the year again. And that where we have fallen down before, that your Holy Spirit would be helping to transform us so we can do better and live our lives as better Christians, Father, as we go forward. And Lord, I know that we can only do that with the power of the Holy Spirit. So I just pray that the Holy Spirit's power would um, come into us and the listeners and we would see change mm. in the year that um, is coming, Lord, and especially that we would see change and improvement in our relationship with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Tracy, for that. Yes, um, even though myself I'm thinking that sometime uh, uh, for me it doesn't really work, you know, the New Year resolutions, you know, I always find out that I cannot achieve them. Uh, and uh, I'm asking, is that worth it, you know? Uh, but we are going to suggest a few ideas, you know, even though the Bible says, you know, today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your heart. And that's what we're encouraging um, even our listeners to to consider to 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 ask themselves, you know, and to, to ask each one of us, uh, where are we today? And uh, to make sure that we are on the right track with God. Now, I know you may have even some stats there, uh, statistics mm. uh, in regard to <laughs> uh, New Year resolutions. Would you be able to share with us? Sure. As part of researching for this program, I uh, looked around on the internet and I found a YouTube clip, actually, um, which gave the summary of some um, statistics from, and it was uh, done in America, but often the statistics are very similar here in Australia, of an Ipsos consulting firm um, survey, the results of that. So the clip was posted in December 2019, so I figure it was probably around about that time that the stats were collected. Um, so what does it say? It says... 38% of Americans planned to make New Year's resolutions in 2020. Of that 38%, 20% were planning to make multiple resolutions and 18% making single resolutions. The top resolutions uh, were... Um, 51% were planning to improve their finances and that might be that they were planning to make sure that they paid the credit card off, they didn't let it go sky high, they um, put money aside for saving, that kind of thing. 51% were planning to eat healthier mm. and 50% were planning to be more active. And there was just slightly lower, 48% uh, were planning to lose weight. So I think 
that's a big one that often comes in, especially after all the eating that's yes. part of part of the Christmas season. Uh, and there was also a 2018 poll that they quoted where they said 80% of people, according to these people actually themselves giving the feedback, mm. uh, said that they don't stick to those resolutions. Right. So, you know, you asked Nick in the beginning, you know, is it actually worth even making New Year's resolutions if, you know, we know that a big percentage of people don't stick to them. Mm. And I have to say myself, I set objectives for myself each year. I actually, while I'm um, taking time from work, I specifically take some time to look at, as I said, I've got a journal. I look at what I wrote in the previous year um, and, you know, how how I measured up uh, alongside those things. And I usually try to look at all different aspects of my life. And what I find is I often start out very, very good mm. and then I kind of burn out by the end of the year, you know. So um, I'm going to talk about a little bit about today, about some strategies that, that we might be able to um, – take on board that yeah. might change that or at least kind of put us more towards the 20% who are, who are actually going yeah. to stick to those things. Yeah. Actually, that's important. And, uh, you know, uh, we don't uh, discourage anybody to, to be proactive, you know, to think uh, ahead. Uh, but don't be too uh, harsh uh, on yourself because if you fail in some of those uh, New Year resolutions, you know, and that will bring you discouragement or unhappiness and all those things because you cannot achieve it. It could be much worse than not having any resolutions, you know. Um, it's important to look at this. I think uh, you've got to be realistic. Goals, but be realistic because life can change around. Yes. You know, things can come uh, that you cannot follow. Yes. Uh, those things. And you need to be able to adapt Absolutely. for the situation and still be happy with what you can get. And um, yeah, I think that's very important because many people, I will say even maybe, maybe younger ones, more affected that they put those new year resolutions, those dreams, and they cannot achieve it and they can fall into uh, discouragement and, you know, mm. even depression. But hey, um, let's, um, would you be able to share with us some principles um, in how to shape uh, new year resolutions and or a good resolution? Yeah, I think, we, you know, we talked about, you know, the, the resolutions needing to be realistic. And I think we need to, um, have a filter through which we put all of these ideas for resolutions through to kind of get an idea of whether, uh, what we're looking to achieve is actually stuff that, that is important in our life. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I just put together some principles that I think um, could guide, you know, maybe some of the priorities of the um, resolutions we set for ourselves. So one of those is that the world here is temporary. We need to focus on things that will be enduring. Uh, and and one of the scriptures that um, I reference with regard to that principle is Matthew six nineteen to 21, which says, 
Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart is also. And so I just want to explain a little bit about that. Um, I think... To me, when I read that, that's that's about having balance because we do live in this world, right? So we can't kind of shape our resolutions as if we were all angels, you know, floating around in clouds and that's all we had to worry about was that. We do live in this world. We do have real financial pressures um, and, you know, uh, we do want to have, you know, a nice place to live, um, all of these kinds of Kinds of things. So I think um, what this text is about is about telling us to have balance. Um, I think about sometimes people who are prepared to really work themselves into the ground because they want to have, you know, the biggest you know, most beautiful house in the street kind of thing. Mm. Um, or perhaps they want to have, you know, that car that's got that particular emblem on it that says success and status and things yes. like that. Um, so I think it's about having that balance and, and being sure that anything that you are sacrificing for something of this world is really not sacrificing too much, you know. So, for example, if to have that beautiful house, to have that beautiful car means that you get hardly any time to spend with your family, mm. you know, uh, maybe you that's that being a priority or an objective or a resolution, yes, I'm going to, you know, get that next year, maybe that's something that needs to be thought about a little bit more carefully so you know we we always have to for anything material we have to be working on the basis that eventually uh you know this is going to be nothing to us because we don't leave this world with any material possessions yes um if we're alive when jesus comes he's we're certainly not saying hang on i've just got to pack my bag and make sure i throw all of these things in because they're really mm. important to me mm. we will leave with nothing so i think that needs to be one of the lenses that we use when we're actually setting priorities and resolutions for our life. While you're saying that, uh, it come, comes in my mind, you know, um, just thinking a little bit uh, home, you know. Um, I'm, I'm from Romania, if people didn't realize yet, with my strong accent. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, we grew up during communist time and with lots of... Um, things which we dreamed of, but you never uh, get to have it. Um, and then the revolution came and then changes came up and people were just, you know, running towards, uh, uh, you know, to get things. Materialism. Materialism, mm. materialism. And, you know, it's in a phenomenon right now, even in Romania, that a lot of people, particularly parents, they leave the children behind with the, their grandparents, you know, and they go overseas and they work hard, sometimes for years. Mm, mm. 
and it's a big disconnection there in between them and the children. children. They go with mm. a good intention to provide for their children, mm. but you know, uh, the young ones, they don't know that. They, mm. they need they need the the connection. All they, they need, see is that their parents. Yeah, aren't they are there. not around, mm. and uh, unfortunately, happens a lots of uh, bad things, you know. Uh, and um, uh, mental health, it's quite uh, a big problem mm. uh, with those cases. Right, and they're trying now, even in Romania, to do something, you know, uh, because those children end up, you know. To be on the street many times mm, and uh, drug problems, uh, drug problems, yeah. and all those things. Mm. I think you you pointed quite uh, pointed um, out quite well, Tracy. That it's important to have that balance. To think, mm. okay, if I'm going to put this goal in front of me, what that will cost me? Is that yes. worth it to do that, or we should uh, uh, reconsider? Uh, because it's very in fashion to say so, you know, to copy, to look at the others and say, yes. oh man, some people, I'll put a resolution now that I may achieve that one. But one of the commandments is not to covet mm-hmm. what other people have, you know, because God decides and, and a lot of this we are not going to understand until we're in heaven in front of him and understand why somebody was blessed so much financially. Mm. Um, Compared to somebody else, those are things that you know um, we may not know. Some of it's people have worked very hard and made good decisions, but some of it's just people have been you know very very fortunate, and others have done the same thing and just not been fortunate. Some of that we just won't understand until we're in heaven, and it may be uh, to do with the fact that God has allowed certain things in some people's lives because there are different character formations and things that needed to take place. For yeah. myself, you know, I've moved into a, um, a, a new house when I moved to Adelaide here and it's an older house which I'm renovating. You know, now I know I'm not going to take that house to heaven, mm. right? So, you know, but I say I live in this world. I'm trying to find that balance between making a nice home for myself, um, but also not, you know, putting myself in a situation where, you know, that means I have to work an extra day mm. or, you know, the, these kinds of things, you know, and, um, you know, means that I don't have much time with God, that kind of thing. All I'm saying is, you know, when we make these resolutions, when we make these ideas about next year I'm going to achieve this, when it comes to material things, make sure that it goes through that lens where the fact is, you know, I'll have it now, but... You know, I need to I may not have it tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and another thing, Tracy, is that um, it's important to be happy with what you Absolutely. have or what you're doing because neither those who have a lot or those who don't have much, if they are not happy, then it's it's a miserable life. Exactly. And we know lots of story with people who have all the things in the world, what they need, and still not happy. Absolutely. And that's the same thing with those people who are uh, coveting, you know, or yes. looking up there and never happy with the little exactly. they have. Exactly. If you are happy with the little, you know, that's my um, experience. You'll get me- more. Yes. You'll get more if you need, or, or if God knows that that's what you need, you know. Yes, yes. Well, you know, God tells us to 
come to him with our requests with thanksgiving. Mm. So thanking him for what we do have and thanking him for what he will plan to give us in the future because, you know, we're also told that we don't get because we don't ask. Now, you know, um, uh, it's not that he's... You know, Santa Claus that we come to with a big list and say, I want, I want, I want. Mm. But he knows what we need and yeah. he knows and he, he wants to please us and for us to be happy. So there's another um, principle that I think is um, important and it's kind of connected to the previous principle. And that is that the world is passing away. And unless you understand the signs and you know God's word well, in a way that you can understand the signs and prepare, you'll be caught out. Mm-hmm. So it's important for us to know what God's word says because we know in the end times the enemy will be very good at mixing truth with, well, he's already very good at mm-hmm. mixing truth mm-hmm. with error. And, uh, you know, there'll be things that, that, um, that happen that make us think that something is, you know, this is the real Jesus. This is, this is a second coming. Uh, but it will not be because we're told in the Bible, you know, just because they say, you know, go out into the desert because Jesus is, mm-hmm. uh, Jesus has arrived. Don't go is what Jesus said, you know. Yeah, and the enemy, as you said, uh, he will, um, also focus looking into the Bible, you know, Mm. on uh, deceiving as many as possible, in particular to the demands, you know, to the thing which we we are, you know, so keen keen to to have. Mm. And he will offer, Mm. you know, will offer. Um, I know examples, you know, when people um, got everything what they wanted because they sold their, Soul. Soul, if you like, to, mm. to the enemy. After they got it, they're not happy. And yes. even many of them, unfortunately, even ended up their lives, you yes. know. Now, that's the, um, the work of the deceiver, of the mm. enemy, who is not interested in your well-being, you know. He's interested to, uh, as the Bible puts it, uh, the devil is only to kill and destroy. Yeah, so we need to know what God's, we need mm. to know well what God's word actually says. Mm. Um, so uh, a scripture that I wanted to bring out there with regards to the fact that the world is passing away is Luke seventeen twenty six to 30. And as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be also in the days of the Son of Man. So this is the coming of, of Jesus again. They ate, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, as it was also in the days of Lot, they ate, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built. But on the day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even so will it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. So we need to be prepared. A beautiful uh, passage in the scripture, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, the final principle that I wanted to um, offer up is that we need to look at any resolutions you set, any goals and objectives. We need to ensure that this involves that we're glorifying God in our body and our spirit because this 
this is God's, you know, and um, one of the scriptures that uh, points to that is 1 Corinthians six twelve to 20, and this is Paul speaking, and he was speaking to the Corinthian church, and what he said here is, everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible for me, but I will not be mastered by anything. Food for the stomach and the stomach for food, but God will destroy them both. The body is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. By his power God raised the Lord from the dead, and he will raise us also. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ himself? Shall I then take the members of Christ and unite them with a prostitute? Never. Do you not know that he who unites himself with a prostitute is one with her in body? For it is said the two will become one flesh. But he who unites himself with the Lord is one with him in spirit. Flee from sexual immorality. All other sins a man commits are outside his body. But he who sins sexually sins against his own body. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit? Who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You are bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. Mm. So, you know, so that's um, the fact that we recognize that um, that our body is not our own is should also direct any of those uh, resolutions that we might make around. In glorifying God. Yeah, that's that's very important. And uh, thank you for sharing that uh, beautiful uh, passage also in the Bible because that's so real, particularly for the time we live in when uh, yeah we are so driven by the demands and the uh, what's happening on the left and on the right and you know all those things. Um, but probably it's worth it to. To consider, particularly when we ask, um, you know, what should we have or what we desire to have, you know, um, I'm going to take a short break here, actually. And this is a beautiful song. We may go along with um, um, Fernando Ortega and ask the same thing, what he's going to sing about. Give me Jesus. Maybe that will be a good thing to desire mm. to have Jesus in our life. Let's listen to this song and please don't go anywhere, my dear friend, because straight after the song, we'll have the free offer for uh, you today.
This is Fate FM Drive Time, BQ&A with Nick Rita and Tracy Papandreou. Today we are talking about New Year resolutions and um, it's uh, important to consider that. But just before we are uh, continuing with uh, our program, I would like uh, right now to talk a little bit about the offer which we have for today. And it's a wonderful book, um, surprised by love and that's by um, Elizabeth Vieira uh, this is the story of God's love for his children his excitement and the plans he has made to be together with them through the eternity it is also the story about the kidnapping of God's children and what he did in order to rescue them. This is a, a wonderful book which you may want to have it in your hands and learn a little bit more about the love of God and be surprised by uh, God's love because it's an amazing love. If you like to have this book in your hands, you just need to send us a text message with a code which is SA87. The phone number is 04888 80811. Please just send us a text message with the code SA87. Nothing in between, just a simple code. Uh, and our friendly robot will take you through. May I ask you a couple of questions. And uh, enjoy the reading, particularly for this uh, period of time, uh, this season, when you may have a little bit uh, extra time to read. But back to you, Tracy, just before the break, um, we were considering, you know, uh, uh, is that, is it worth it to make some New Year resolutions? And uh, you look at some statistics there. Um, we learned that about 38% of, uh, in the United States in particular, the Americans, they, uh, they like to have New Year resolutions. Some may like to have multiple resolution and some just single uh, uh, resolution and uh, also uh, most of uh, these people they focus on um, on principles like um, how to improve their uh, uh, finances i mean how to to have you know more money but also how to be more healthier mm. and i think that was uh, a good uh, good thing um and then 
how to be more active, you mm-hmm. know, to um, yeah, to do good things for your uh, life. And also, uh, Tracy, you share with us um, some principles to think about shaping uh, a resolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you share with us a few passages in the Bible from uh, Matthew chapter 6, uh, um, 19 to 21, and also in um, you shared in Luke. Uh, and that was a beautiful passage in, in Luke, by the way, um, again bringing to our attention how important it is not to be caught into the earthly things, mm. you know, because uh, that was that example Jesus spoke about uh, that as it was in the days of Noah, so shall be in the uh, last days, you know, and people just demand desires, this, this and that, not re- realizing that uh, in the Noah's day and then compare with the uh, Lot's days, though, that it all um, the flood came and they were all took taken, it all, took away. all away and mm. destruction. Mm. Now God speaks about the end of the world, you know, that, uh, and that's not to be disappointed or discouraged because that's a new beginning, you know, uh, God yes. is preparing that beautiful, um, place for us all. What, what we lost right at the beginning uh, through the, our first parents, you know, in yes. the Garden of Eden, God is, preparing that thing, renewing, uh, and he wants us to be with him in a beautiful, amazing place. We cannot describe that. Uh, but look, uh, yeah, share with us a little bit more, Tracy, and uh, uh, what, do you, what do you want to say? Yeah, um, so I will go on to um, look at some specific resolutions. Um, I'm not going to be you know, prescriptive because I understand that everyone's individual, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's why I've talked about principles. But one of the um, things that I think is important when you're looking at forming resolutions is to use um, a a formula, a smart formula, if you like. Um, Many of you will have heard about this um, this acronym, before, um, often if you work for corporate organizations and you're involved in annual performance setting, all of that kind of thing, um, you may have heard of this through that. And that is the acronym SMART. Mm. So your objectives or your resolutions should be specific. They should be measurable. They should be achievable. They should be realistic and they should be time bound. Mm. So those are ways that we can actually um, begin to put some of the teeth, if you like, around the resolutions and we can make them more specific to ourselves. It's, as you mentioned, Nick, it's very important that um, we are realistic about what is possible. You know, um, we think about, um, you know, other Time commitments, for example, that are important in our lives, that we don't try and just, you know, have these pie-in-the-sky ideas about, yes, I'm going to run a marathon next year. You know, I'm going to um, uh, get off the couch and, you know, by the end of the year, I'm going to be running marathons. There might be some people that that Mm. would work for, but the majority of couch potatoes would end up killing themselves if they actually tried to tried yes. to get there. They'd either completely, you know, kick that 
resolution aside or in trying to do that, they'd really put themselves in a bad state. So just, you know, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic and time-bound. So, so, you know, we already have a bit of time-boundness in it in that the idea is that we're putting resolutions in place that by the end of the next year – we will be able to see the progress that's that's taken taken place, and that's smart, yeah. Smart, S M A R T. That's that's the way to remember it. So yeah, uh, it's a smart way of of setting objectives. So um, the things that I want to propose uh, are about ensuring that um, the resolutions um, focus on uh, the spiritual. Aspects of our lives. Um, it ensures that we're using our time wisely, um, and particularly that we're ensuring that the people who are important to us get the quality time that they that they need, and also um, honouring God with our physical body as well. So. A first one that I've put in here, and again, I'm saying I can't be too prescriptive because everyone's different, different and yes. everyone will know their, their situation. But I think it's good to have a resolution, something like, I will spend a decent amount of time with God each day. Now, I've just said a bit, talked about this smart formula which what I have just said is in no way follows that mm. smart formula because mm. it's too general. I know what a decent amount of time for me is. Mm. I know that if I don't set an hour aside with God each morning, I don't feel like I've had the opportunity to have a good conversation with him, to slow down and listen that if he's got something he needs to tell me for the day, that I've been there enough time, enough focused with my ears open. But that's me, right? Other people may be able to have that same communion time with God in a more abbreviated space. All I'm saying is that we need to be looking at uh, developing the spiritual side of ourselves, our relationship with God, uh, and we need to be intentional about that. Now, some people are night owls and, you know, trying to find time in the morning for something like this is just not going to happen. mm. Some people start work very, very early, you know, so it's just not physically possible. Um, You will know your own body and what works for you. What I'm suggesting is that in your resolutions – you ensure that there is something intentional about ensuring that you have time with it, with God each day. Now, I find I've got to have a slotted time in my diary because otherwise things can just crowd it out, you know, and I kind of find that um, things that are important to you, you set time aside for. You, you don't kind of try to squeeze it in. Mm where there's a little bit of spare time because the enemy will ensure that you do not have time unless you have specifically set aside Allocated. that time. But what I like that you said, decent, you know. Um, now, this is not extreme, you know, uh, because 
we can be extreme uh, mm. many times. That's that's in human nature, you know. Um, Look, I'd love to sit there for three hours correct. every every morning, uh, but and I've got a job to do. And that may happen. Maybe occasion that may happen. Yeah. Uh, now, but if you set up three or hours, uh, let's say every day, and you may not be able to do that, and you you get uh, frustrated, you know, say, "Oh, again, I can't do it." You know, it it can be discouraging. Or the other extreme is, I don't think so you can ke- uh, call that decent time with God if you spend five minutes mm. with God. You know, that's not decent. No, yeah? you, ha- you, you haven't had time enough to slow yeah. down and really wait and listen to his voice because it's a two-way conversation. It's not mm. just you talking to him, you know, and sometimes it will be prayer. Sometimes it will be spending time focusing on the word and waiting for the Holy Spirit to actually illuminate those those scriptures that you're reading and help you to understand how that will apply in your life. It will be different for everybody. Correct. Know? And even if sometime may happen that you wouldn't, for different reasons, that you may not be able uh, um, to spend, uh, you know, Yes. That, that distant time, that which can be an me, hour yeah. or more, yeah. um, even those five minutes are very important to spend with God. But what I would like to think that we'll do is to be connected during the whole day, you know, with God and maybe spend yeah, a few minutes here, a few minutes there, you know, but be connected a bit more with God. And I think that will do more than uh, uh, be with God for uh, an hour, let's say even, um, in the morning and then forget about God for the rest of the day. Yes, you know? and I, I think that's a, a habitual thing where you get used to, you know, having that continual um, discussion with God. Mm, now, mm. continual, <laughs> we've got jobs to do, you know, and I'm working, my brain can't be constantly in a prayer, but it's when I have those breaks, when the Holy Spirit brings to mind certain things. And I actually, this might be a really, really strange thing to throw in here, but I've found probably over the last couple of years that I find when I'm about to fall and I break my fall or something like that, what comes out of my mouth is, thank you, Jesus. And I think, well, the enemy's not going to do that too much to me if, if when he does that, all I do is praise the Lord. But it's not an intentional thing. It's just, you know, it's just happened. And I think that's happened because there is that communion time with God, you know, and it becomes so normal to, you know, have God as your focus, you know. Mm. But that doesn't, I mean, it's only a, a, a couple of, of, um, a couple of years that I've found that that's happened. Anyway, let's move on. One of the other things is um, a suggestion. I will honor the Lord in how I treat my physical body. Harmful substances I'll avoid. Nutritional diet I'll look at, you know, how can I improve my diet? Look at hours sleep, you know. They say that we really should be having eight hours sleep, most of us, um, and our level of physical activity. Now, there's a lot in that. Yes. There's a number of things in that. And again, each person… And can person, be structured uh, in, in accordance with each person. We'll go yeah. back to that smart yeah. thing and, and people can, can set that for themselves. And… Uh, 
A third one, I will honour the Lord in how I treat my mind. Again, we need to think about the harmful substances that we allow to come into our mind, mm. what I consume through my eyes, my ears, etc. You know, I should be building knowledge in important areas, in things that will improve my mind rather than, than rubbish things that are going to destroy my mind. So again, these are just general. Use the SMART formula to to uh, work out what's going to work for you. Another one, um, I will honour the Lord in how I spend my money. After all, that's a gift from him. Do we glorify God in the way that we spend our money? Again, use the SMART principle and you decide what that will look like for yourself. And I will honour the Lord in how I spend my time. Mm. You know, we talked about quality time with family, time in the Word, all of those kinds of things. Um, so I think uh, it's important that, you know, take that general resolution that I've given and use the SMART formula and see what, how that's going to work for you. But its preparation is so important to ensure success. You know, I think um, you, you don't start on anything until you've looked at what the possible obstacles could be and looked at how to eliminate those. First thing, commit all of these things to God. You know, pray about them mm, before you actually mm, formulate them mm. and then commit them to God and pray through the year that he will be continually helping you with with those and helping you to have that balance that's needed that we discussed, Nick. I think those are important. Um, I think make your commitment public is really important mm-hmm. because once you tell others about it, yeah, you're accountable, you're yeah. accountable to mm. others. And even um, recruit your friends to help you in those times where you, you think you're going to fall down. Say to them ahead of time, hey, I give you permission to... You know, pull me up and, and, and make me aware when I'm straying from, from this. I, I need your help. You know, be my extra help to, to help me on this. Um, as I said, think, think through ahead of time what might be the situations of temptation. Where have you fallen down before? What have those triggers been? And how can you ensure that you avoid those triggers or you have strategies mm. for when those triggers come up? Plan a reward for yourself at the end of the year if you've kept the resolution. I think, well, actually, I've read a book on setting resolutions and they talk about how important a reward is um, as part of that. And plan to be able to keep track and monitor. So I think one of the important things is, yes, you write all of these things down and and regularly... You go through maybe, you know, once a month, at the end of the month, you sit down and you go, you know, how, how am I, how am I lining up with that, with this? You know, um, what's going on? What do I need to tweak? And as you said, um, Nick, situations can change, which can mean, you know, we've got to flex a little bit. So it might be you've even got to tweak that objective a little bit, that resolution a little bit and say, you know what? When I set this, that was realistic, but now it's not going to be. So, you know, I'm going to set set my goal at a little bit lower level. So, beautiful. Those are the, Look, mm. uh, that was uh, very good, Tracy, to to point out. You know, those uh, specific things. Now, everyone can adapt that in uh, order to their condition. And, uh, my dear friend, uh, listening today, uh, I hope that you'll uh, uh, be able 
to improve your quality of life, at least in, in these aspects of uh, physical, you know, the whole being, uh, maybe uh, family-wise, mm-hmm. um, and also uh, not uh, not the last thing, you know, probably this will be the first thing to put in place on a spiritual aspect. May God uh, bless you and help you to achieve those uh, goals and uh, be happy mm-hmm. with uh, what you can get. Thank you so much, Tracy, again, for sharing with us. Uh, uh, it's all gone uh, for this year. We're looking forward for next year. But uh, until then, we may wish everyone listening today a uh, happy new year. And a safe new year. Amen for that. Mm. May God bless you all, my dear friends. We'll uh, leave you with a song uh, right now. Uh, and... Uh, God bless you in everything what you do and have a safe um, end of the season. God sent his son They called him Jesus He came to love Heal and forgive He lived and
Brasileiro 